0: This is Brunch with the Hollowells, and here's a quote from Rob.
1: So Grams is telling me I'm psychic. Our ancestors were from Salem, witches and all that. I know, crazy. But she's going on and on about it, and I'm like, put this woman in a home already. You're not going to get that one. I
0: can't even imagine. Like, this so is show about witches where they call somebody Grams.
1: I don't know. Yeah, you're not going to get this. Um, it's from Vampire Diaries. I am <laughs> quoting uh, Bonnie Bennett, who is the willow of the groups, so to speak, in, uh, in that vampire show.
0: So they call somebody Grams in that too? Mm-hmm. Rob, I'll have you know I read the vampire diaries in high school.
1: Uh, I'm not doubting you did. But yeah, didn't. I didn't watch the whole show. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Grams, the the person speaking about Graham, Grams is actually Jasmine Guy. So she was the angry, bitter um patrol woman from Dead Like Me. Oh. Do you remember her? Yes. Okay. She is badass in vampire diaries as well. So Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you ever decide to watch it, she's awesome too. But yeah, Bonnie Bennett, played by Kat Graham. I freaking love this woman. and I love her character. And she was my choice for Storm in Apocalypse. Oh. But she was not one of the finalists, unfortunately. But she will always be a young Storm to me. Okay. Uh, welcome to Brunch, brunch with the Hollowells. Uh, I'm Rob the Charm Fanatic, and I'm here showing my friend Sean... The show for the very first time, and I've already got them. We're just doing the rest for fun now. Getting no proof. Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> I have a recording that says so from last week, but we have to keep them there. That is our goal, Charmies, to keep them there. So we're here with another episode 18, and uh, before we get into that, we have just a couple of witchy stuff to talk about, Sean. They have decided to give a full season to the Charm Reboot. It is now going to have 22 episodes total before the season ends.
0: Is that good or bad?
1: Uh, I want to say that it's good because it's going to need more episodes to convince me that this show is good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right now, I am seriously on the fence, but I will say the last time that I watched this show... Uh, I binged two episodes in a row, which means I have not been anticipating an episode when they come on. And that sucks because I really want to like this show, but it is very off and on with me right now. Yeah. And at the moment they have way too many villains and adversaries and just things going on. And so I don't know. I I think that this show, in my opinion, would have benefited having a Demon of the Week. Um, There's too many big bads floating around throughout this entire storyline of this first season, and it's just getting a little too cluttered and a little confusing because I don't know who I should be worried about.
0: Yeah, I'd agree. As someone who likes it when a show gets into story sooner than later... Which is what you said. Yeah, you said you... Yeah. But even this is too much for me. Like, you're right. I don't know who to focus on and... There's certain mysteries that get solved I feel too quick, and others that don't get solved quick enough, like mm-hmm. I'm already starting to lose interest in what the symbol is on what's his name side. That one should have been wrapped up quick
1: <laughs> wrapped up or given some kind of news is is just there's a lot of distracting things going on to uh storylines that should either be wrapped up or given a little bit more of a focus mm-hmm. Also, Sean, it was announced a couple of days ago that The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina was renewed for a second season, so we are definitely getting another season. Yay! Yay! It's so good. So that is a good thing. hmm All right. Didn't you love the trailer to What's to Come after the Christmas special? Yes. They showed so much. It looks so good. I cannot wait. What did you think of the special? I
0: thought it was fun. Um, You know, we didn't get too much new out of it, but it was just fun to watch and just see all of our characters for one quick little episode.
1: I think that's what these specials are. They, you know, they just, you know, want to celebrate and highlight just this one small little thing that happened on a Tuesday and, um, you know, just kind of keep us interested and and reminded that this show is still on. But I'm at a point now where Sabrina is basically Dennis the Menace and we're just watching her decide to do one fucked up thing after the other. I mean, this is her doing. Yeah, I noticed and that too. And I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm in the mood to see a full second season of her just having some kind of like, oops, did I do that moment? And then she's like, I was just trying to help. I'm just trying to protect you. And, uh, it's just getting it's it's getting a little bit annoying and a little bit predictable.
0: Yeah, she needs to step it up in the next season and not just be the mistake girl all the time.
1: I don't need her to be a hero either, but just I don't know. There has to be some other way for her to come into her own without having to be like, I don't care what people say. I'm going to do what I say because I know everything. And it's just like, <laughs> ah, But no, I'm loving the show and I'm kind of glad Harvey is taking his time and that they haven't written him to just be like, I forgive you. I love you. Yada, yada. Yeah. Uh, Even though she is and I'm still team Harvey. I really am. Didn't wasn't there another boy in the little thing? Or preview. Oh, no. You know what it was? The preview showed Harvey getting with her friend. Okay. you Did you notice that? I don't know if I did now. No, they had a moment. Oh. Oh, I would totally show you. I'm actually a little pissed because Harvey, seriously, if you're going to move on, move on. Don't get with her fucking friend, but clearly they have something <laughs> in common and that's Sabrina's lies. And right. So they obviously are going to bond. Uh, I don't know if I like it, but... <laughs> Heads up to interracial dating. Hell yeah. Is this a bad time to let you know I've been sleeping with your ex? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. I I mean what else are they gonna do, right? It's a small town.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: But yeah. Anyways. Okay, so let's get to our episode. In Bad Warlocks Go Good, original air date was April 28, 1999, written by Edith Swinson and directed by Kevin Inch. We have guest stars including Sean Christian as Josh, Nick, Nick Kotakis as Greg Rowe, David Kriegel as Paul Rowe. Frank Burney as Father Austin and Michael Weatherly as Brendan Rowe. Okay, so we
0: open up with a new character, Brendan Rowe, and he's talking with Father Austin, who is a terrible actor.
1: <laughs> you thought so? Yeah, I thought so. Aw, yeah. I, I mean, it was either way with me. I guess I didn't notice the bad.
0: He's old. He doesn't know better. <laughs> okay. And Brendan fears that he's a fraud. He admits that he comes from generations of evil and he wants to change, but he doesn't feel like he's strong enough. And the priest tries to reassure him. Um, His brothers, both warlocks, named Greg and Paul, confront him in the church. They want him to join them. Join us! (laughs) Piper, Prue, and Phoebe are unloading food from a quake van for a benefit the church is holding. Convenient. Mm Mm-hmm. Phoebe grabs a pen that Brendan had and has a vision of him being attacked by warlocks in the church. The sisters split up to find him. Greg and Paul tell Brendan that he must join. Suddenly, I got very dramatic. I don't know where (laughs) that came from. And Greg and Paul tell Brendan that he must join them to fulfill the destiny of the rogue coven. Brendan refuses. Greg morphs into a demonic form and knocks Brendan across the room. Greg grabs Brendan and tells him he can't run away from his destiny. Just then, Prue arrives and flings Greg into a table. Greg gets up and runs out with Paul close behind. She offers to help Brendan, but he flees.
1: Cue the opening credits. (laughs) What did you think of the makeup of our demon warlock, Greg? I thought it looked good. It was
0: realistic looking. Okay, And yeah. All right. His buffy status.
1: Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, people are uh, good Samaritans now since they, you know, became witches. They just love doing charity everywhere they go. Yep. So, <laughs> but we don't get any more of our favorite father. He just disappeared off the yeah. of thin air. He must have got transferred or something. I don't know. They're but, like,
0: you're too good looking for this church. Apparently. I mean, is
1: it the same? Ch- I, I think it's the same church. It probably is. Yeah. Well, Phoebe also talks about Josh while they're in the van talking. And uh this guy's from the dinner party, so you did recognize him from mm-hmm. the Woogie episode. Hmm, woogie. Yeah. <laughs> so Piper wants to, you know, just kind of lay low. She's not really worried about guys any right now. And um Josh is calling all the time. So our you receptive to being called and text as a sign of interest, or does it seem like a bugaboo slash stalkerist type when they're constantly talking? Like, because obviously she's not giving in, but he keeps doing it. So, uh, back then it was very chivalrous, but now is 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 that overkill? I see it as a bugaboo situation. That's that's so sad. No, it's I'm not like knocking how you think, but it's just sad. This how was it's, a trap, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. It's just it's it's kind of sad that it's like you can't really show interest that way, and and not necessarily being persistent, but just being like, but without saying, you know, I'm not going to take no for an answer. But it's just really kind of showing that I'm into you. I think
0: there's a way to do it, like. I don't know. I think I mentioned it before on the show, but like I had somebody who was texting me every single day and it was the same text every day.
1: Hey, what's up? But I think it was the contents and why he was contacting you. (laughs) (laughs) That was annoying versus him doing it all the time. Or maybe I'm wrong.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, if you try to start a conversation Maybe I wouldn't have gotten as irritated with it, but it was like the same exact string every single day. Never like, hey, how's your day going? Or, hey, you know, have you done anything lately? It was like, hey,
1: want to go to a movie? Yeah. Hey, want to go to a movie? Well, you see that Phoebe was completely like, oh, that's so cute. He likes you. You like him. Do something. And him calling didn't change that opinion of him with Phoebe. So like back then in the nineties, that was actually a cool thing to do. Like, wow, this guy's calling all the time and wants to like, hang out. Why aren't you? (laughs) But now it's turned into this, like, stop calling me, you know? And it's just, I don't know. It kind of sucks. I would question his, his sort of like incentive because of the society that we live in now, because it's not really, um, rewarded that type of attention i gotta wonder why somebody would do that but i would still i wouldn't write them off okay yeah that's fair that's kind of where i'm at (laughs) all right in the loft greg and paul share paul is admiring his pet chameleon but greg is obsessed with turning brendan evil Greg is fed up with the chameleon and is about to flip the cage over, but then Paul raises his hand and a force field surrounds the cage. This is just an opportunity for us to show that Paul has powers and what he can do. Mm -hmm. Over a chameleon. (laughs) Greg calms down and Paul drops the force field. Paul wants to let Brendan go, but Greg insists on turning him and is even willing to kill him if he won't turn. So, like, Paul is sort of this sort of half-human, half-demon himself. He's not as evil as Greg, and those two have the warlock parents, but, he, but it's just funny how Paul is the sensitive one, mm-hmm. and that he's actually totally cool with just letting him go. We don't have to be the evil ones, and, I yeah, I just found that funny. His attitudes sort of seem in the middle, too. Yeah. But Greg insists on turning him, and is even willing to kill him if he won't turn. They must convince him to kill an innocent to fulfill his destiny. Only then will he uh, be turned into a full warlock. Brendan is to be ordained, though, as a priest within two days. Once this is done, he will never be a warlock. We then go to uh, Josh, who is calling uh, the manor to talk to Piper. Piper tries to stall, but Phoebe, who answers the phone, won't go along with it and insists that Piper talk to her. Or talk to him. Josh wants to take Piper out on Friday night, but Piper awkwardly declines. I wouldn't say awkwardly; I would say she full blown declined, and (laughs) she tried to stumble through a lie, but it was quite clear that she's not interested. Yeah, which kind of sucks. But Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. So let me ask you: shouldn't have Piper just been like, "I don't want to date you"? Yeah,
0: I don't know why she wouldn't. uh, Do you think part of her? was interested and she didn't want to fully close the door. See,
1: that was what I was going with. What do you think about that theory?
0: Um, I think, okay. I think yeah. You've sucky, done this before. It's a sucky position to put someone in, but yeah, <laughs> I've been there. <laughs>
1: Oh, why am I not You've surprised? You've probably done it too. Well, it would depend. And and I'll be honest with you, if I have done it, it would be because I have absolutely no skill on dating two people at the same time. And it would be because I'm interested in somebody else. It mm-hmm. wouldn't just be like, I'm not interested and he's the only person. I would clearly just be like, I'm not digging you. Or mm-hmm. I would meet them, but it would be completely clear that it's just for friends. Okay. But, yeah, the only time I've ever done that, if I have done that, was because I'm trying to juggle two men at once, and I don't know how. Yeah, it's not a fun game. (laughs) But she, you know, obviously had her reasons, and I totally get it. But, yeah, there was something just saying, no, I don't want to close the door. I'm just going to just decline until he gets it. And it's, yeah, I don't know. It's not cute. I don't think it's a nice look. If I've done it before, probably wasn't, you know... I probably was ashamed for it, but yeah. <laughs> then they talk about Brendan as soon as she hangs up the phone. Cause she declined Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and even Tuesday. She's not available. She works all the time, 24 hours a day. <laughs> and he still tries. Do you think he knows? And he stills like, I don't care.
0: Yeah. I, I get that from him. He, I think he knows that she's, he probably senses that she's interested, but she's pulling away for some reason. So I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: So, Prue wants to try and find him since she sensed that he wouldn't be scared about uh, her being a witch. Prue then goes to the church to talk to Father Austin and warns him of Greg and Paul. Father Austin had expected them to come sooner or later, but is reticent with further details. He does, however, tell Prue where he can find Brendan. So, then we cut to Phoebe, who is playing matchmaker at this point at Quake between Piper and Josh. Piper finally agrees to go out with him as Josh comes to the restaurant and ambushes her into getting hot and sweaty together. Not what you think. He wants to go work out. That and was weird. <laughs> I was going to ask. Um, so Phoebe agrees to cover the restaurant restaurant while uh, Piper has her lunch date spontaneously with Josh. So, So you think it's weird to go and work out on a first date. Yeah. Okay. Why?
0: I, well, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, like, maybe it wouldn't be so bad, because then you could see the person, like, at their worst, <laughs> and, like, while you're working out, you have time to talk, so I guess it wouldn't be a bad date.
1: It's a very unconventional way of getting to know somebody, especially for the first time. It's not like they haven't technically broke bread together, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, Jim is a new one. Yeah. Um, it, it's I mean, what would you say like to jogging or a hike? I mean, it's kind of the same thing.
0: Yeah, because a lot of people do hikes and stuff like
1: that. Mm-hmm, so, yeah. mm-hmm. But would you say it's a proper first date?
0: I wouldn't say it's proper, but I'd be open to it because I think it could lead to a deeper relationship in the future because you're forced to get to know the person.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> what would you say is the most uncommon first date location you've done? I went on a really weird first date
0: with a younger guy where it started off normal. We met at a um, brewery and we started playing chess and then I found out that he was high. And then (laughs) we ended up going to because he's in like an acting like a comedy acting group. So we went to a party at his friend's house, but it turned out he only knew the one guy who was putting on the party.
1: Oh, I remember this story. So we didn't
0: know anybody else there, and it was so awkward. <laughs> it was the weirdest time. Okay. Yeah, I remember the story. <laughs> yeah, on top of that, it was really weird. I looked like such a freak because um, I couldn't eat or drink that night because I was going to go do blood tests the next morning, mm-hmm. but it was like like STD testing. Mm-hmm. Not that I have any STDs, but it was... yeah.
1: You didn't have to say you didn't have anything. You, you, people get checked because they're supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> know your status. So, oh, no, it wasn't even a CD,
0: so I just blurted that out for nothing. Yeah. No, he wanted to test my sugar levels. Are you serious? So I couldn't eat or drink anything, but I didn't want to share that because I thought it was weird. But then I think it looked weirder that I was like, no, I can't eat or drink or anything. So
1: Sean went to go get tested for sugar levels. He does not get tested for STIs. No. I got tested for STDs, but he wanted to do sugar levels at the same time. I'm just messing with you. I hate you. (laughs) Okay. This has been another TMI moment with Sean. Right? (laughs) Jesus. I didn't ask for all that. Um, I would say that my most uncommon. So it was actually at, um, you know, where Sunset uh, Mm Dine-In Theater is. So I went there on a coffee date. But then we ended up touring a furniture shop (laughs) and just walked around and talked while we checked out furniture. All right. Yeah. Never saw him again. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I can get into that. But back to our show.
0: Okay. So Prue finds Brendan at a ranch. And she walks in right as there's this whole cheesy moment where this big old fucking like tarantula climbs on this little girl and Brendan's like, No, honey, I love all living things. We need to let it live. Here, put it on your hand.
1: Screw you bitch. <laughs> that was not a just a normal spider you see in your home. That was a fucking killer. I call that a tarantula. That was like arachnophobia shit. Yeah. It had fur. Yeah. Okay. Like that thing was. Did you see its ass? Yeah. The thing was huge. Yeah. Like, of course, I'm going to freak out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: she asks um, who attacked him, and he initially doesn't want to tell her about it. So we have this really awesome scene where he's like, "Eh, I'm angsty. I'm going to get a horse and I'm going to run away from you. And she's like, I don't know how to ride horses, too.
1: What was that? Like, Prue, is there anything you can't do? Right? When did you learn how to ride a horse? And she was riding it like a pro. Did yeah. you see how fast she was going? Like, yeah. what can you not do? I mean, give us something. I need a flaw. Something. Like she rides his horses fine that's Mm -hmm. that's another thing and that wasn't any magic she had no time to do a spell on that but yeah she chases him down
0: but let's talk not only about that but the music that's playing oh god so you have to (laughs) what type of lifetime movie did they pull that movie that music from that
1: was bravo (laughs) that was not lifetime no i'm kidding
0: (laughs) Like let's have the deaf guy choose the music today.
1: Well, it was clearly stunt doubles who was doing that because that camera was so far. But I wanted you to acknowledge the great camera work, just how they had to like pan and flow throughout that whole field. They're on location, like very impressive. It was, it was.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So she proves that she can keep up on a horse. Is like, all right, bitch, I'll tell you stuff now. (laughs) You're right. So it turns out that he's supposed to be a priest tomorrow, and if he becomes a priest, it will cure cure, I guess. Cure, cure him I mean, of being a warlock. Yeah, I guess. And so. then that'll save him from his brothers. Meanwhile, Piper has gone rock climbing with Josh. She takes a fall, and Josh catches her. If I fall. Will you catch me?
1: <laughs> what does Kristen do? <laughs> Something. <like that>. Yeah. <laughs> Can you be yeah. any more generic? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Clueless. Look it up. Yes. <laughs> so they exchange the look, and Piper starts to panic. She freezes the scene and calls Phoebe. And <laughs> meanwhile, I don't know what's going on with Phoebe. The sink is overflowing in, in Quake in the kitchen, and Piper's like, wait. What's going on there? And Phoebe's basically like nothing but
1: just wondering for no reason. How'd you turn off the water? (laughs) Now, was that due to her being the youngest? Therefore, she fucks up everything. Or do you think that she just picked the wrong day to watch Quake? Oh, no. Phoebe fucks up everything. You think she did that? Yeah. What do you think she did? What do you think she didn't do? All she had to do was watch the restaurant. There was really nothing else she had to do. I I would be really curious if that was really her fault, because damn.
0: I would imagine she put something down the sink she's not supposed to. Fair enough. Like bacon grease. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. When Piper realizes there's an emergency going on and she really can't take Phoebe's attention off of it, she unfreezes the scene and she makes an excuse to Josh about the phone and leaves for Quake. At the church, Brendan is standing over a badly injured Father Austin with full-on vampire face. I mean, um, demon <laughs> face. And Prue walks in, and he, resume- he goes back into his human face, and he runs away. Prue catches up with him and flings him to the ground. And Brendan insists that his brothers hurt Father Austin, and he was so mad that his face turned him into, or his face turned into the vampiry thing. So he's basically like, "I didn't do it. I know what it looks like. Leave me alone." Unlike earlier, he begs for Prue's help. Prue's skeptical, "There's no such thing as a good warlock." Father Austin is rushed to the hospital, and a nun identifies Brendan to Andy and Daryl. Of course, it's Andy. Mm-hmm. And what I thought was funny, just to push it further, Andy's like. Father Austin, he used to be my father.
1: Well, his priest, not his actual father. I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> I
0: was trying to make it sound Star Wars-y.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: so, of course, like Andy's even
1: more involved because it's
0: Prue. It's his old priest. Like, come on.
1: <laughs> well, he didn't find out it was Prue yet. Not yet. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But, y'all, go ahead.
0: So, Andy takes it very personally. Nobody fucks with my father. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. On that oh, part. that was it. Okay.
1: <laughs> so it's it's funny that, we, so we learn that Andy is Catholic, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that's his religion. And um, we also learn that Brandon is going to become a priest. I don't know if you noticed this, but Prue had this look and was like, I really have to help him now because I am not losing this man to the Lord. (laughs) You know priests are not not allowed to have sex, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's like, nope, I got to help him. This has got to stop. (laughs) But um, what do you do with spiders? Do you kill them? Do you save them? What do you do?
0: I usually kill them.
1: Yeah, they got to go. Yeah. They're just rotting the earth.
0: You should see Chris. Chris is terrified of spiders. Really? I thought he
1: was the one that takes them out.
0: Oh, no, girl. you take them out? I'm
1: such a man. I'm not taking them out. I just
0: move. Like, Chris can't even look at a picture of a spider. It used to be a game at Best Buy. There's, like, this horror, like, spider movie. So I used to, like, hide it
1: everywhere. I'd be like, oh, let's look at this game. And then he'd pick it up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a jerk. There was, in science class when I was in elementary school, there was a whole bunch of jars with things in them filled with water and so when you have it in the water in a jar or a glass jar it sort of magnifies it when you look at it mm. so i'm just picking up jars looking at stuff and in the middle you can't really see what's in the middle until you actually pick it up and look at it so i pick it up and it has a spider in the jar and it's obviously huge looking because of the water in the glass My hand literally got so weak. I was like, somebody grab this before I drop it. And it like spills over. My hand got so weak. I couldn't even hold it just from the look of it. It's, yeah, I I don't do them. Can't do them. Back at Quake, Piper tells Phoebe that she should have called her because there was an emergency. But she also admits that she's afraid that Josh will just turn out to be another ghost or warlock or somebody who lives far away like Leo And so she just wants to just save the anguish and the trouble with Josh and just not really even try. But she does thank Phoebe for trying to set her up with someone. Brendan then tells Prue that he comes from a long line of powerful warlocks. However, he is only half warlock. His mother was human. His brothers want him to join them so they can create the most powerful evil force that the world has ever known an evil counterpart to the charm ones I mean that really makes sense because it's a whole yin yang good or bad balance to the thing. I mean, if there was all that good in the charm ones, there has to be somebody as bad, otherwise it's off balance. so
0: you know what this made me think of hmm.
1: Remember in Powerpuff Girls when there was the rowdy rough (laughs) boys? I did not know that, but that's awesome. How do they look?
0: They look like the male versions of the Powerpuff
1: Girls. And who made them? They were made by Mojo. Of course Mojo made it. And did he make it with the same ingredients? No, he made it with um, uh,
0: puppy dog tails, something else, and something else.
1: Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Do they have overalls and slingshots in their back pocket? Yeah. (laughs) And their names are like, I think it was Bubba instead of Bubbles.
0: (laughs) Jesus. But I referred to these boys in my notes as the Rowdy Rough Boys. Okay.
1: (laughs) No, I have not seen that. Uh, Was that the old series or the new one? Old. Oh, okay. I'll check that out. What? I haven't watched the new. Oh, you haven't? Oh, Oh, well, I didn't hear too much about it, but. Oh, they look amazing. (laughs) What is up with like her his hair, the blonde one? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, well send me that. I'll just post it and be like, here's the evil charmed ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh,
0: here it is. Snip snails and a puppy dog's tail. That's oh, what they're made
1: from. Okay. Alright. <laughs> so uh however Brandon doesn't want to be a part of it at all and has been fighting his evil side his whole life. He has been on the run for many years to keep Greg and Paul from fighting him. He wants to become a priest, not only to completely suppress his warlock side, but to make up for all the evil in his family that has um, been done over the centuries. He tells Prue that he is going to end it by killing Greg and Paul and that she and her sisters may have to kill him as well. I had one like stupid question here. It was about, do you think they're trying to say something that the evil side of the Charm Ones are men? Or is that just thinking too hard?
0: Yeah, I think you were more on the nose when you were talking about the
1: yin and yang. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: That night, Brendan confronts his brothers. Greg seems to be overjoyed that Brendan is willing to kill him and Paul. Brendan shoves Greg into another room, and suddenly Greg gestures, lighting several candles and revealing a young woman spread on an altar. When we first saw this, I thought that was Phoebe on the altar.
1: Javna like, right? Yeah. It was it, very deja vu.
0: Well, because when the episode started, Phoebe was wearing awful old woman pants, and this
1: one <laughs> was wearing
0: awful old woman pants. I think
1: it was also like a purple or pink top. It was very yeah. similar. Very mm-hmm. similar.
0: So, Greg and Paul urge Brendan to stab her, but the sisters arrive and free her. Before they can go after Greg and Paul, Paul repels them with a stream of urine. I mean, electricity. Mm -hmm. Paul yells to Greg that they need Brendan on their side to defeat the sisters. So, Greg and Paul escape while the sisters take Brendan home with them. Andy talks to the young woman, and she gives the names of Brendan
1: and... so this is all phoebe's fault and i just don't understand this because they had the right idea don't take the blindfold off because she'll see our faces look prue he's a warlock and you let him go i'm like did you have to say her name (laughs) right it was just so obvious and it was funny watching it this time because i caught it and i was like when did she find out her name she just said it out loud. Like, stop saying each other's names. You need code names, something. Superhero mm-hmm. names. But yeah, she totally gave her name up. What would their superhero names be? Oh, God. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even. Um, the Powerpuff Girls. It's <laughs> freaking P names, so why not? That's true. Why
0: not? <laughs> All right. Prue shelters Brendan at the manor. He admits that he almost gave in to evil and is again unsure of himself. Prue believes in him, saying that she knows his good side is stronger. This sounds like Star Wars. hmm Her sisters, however, aren't as sure. However, Prue reminds them that both of them had encounters with evil and successfully fought them off. Do you remember both of the evil times?
1: When the Wendigo and the Woogie Man. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: You know who else started off evil? Rogue.
1: <laughs> oh, really? What do you she, mean?
0: She was Mystique's little sidekick.
1: Oh. Well... But was she just doing what her mom told her to do? Or did she love doing all that evil stuff? She was doing what her mom told her. And she had really bad hair. But is that... Do you think that's considered being evil then?
0: Yeah, she almost killed Miss Marvel.
1: Oh. Oh, when she held on to her. That was hot. Yeah. I love... I like that scene. That scene was cool. You're cool. So... So what... I forgot. Yeah, she ended up in the hot... We'll talk about that later. (laughs) Ha! X-Men reference! Andy,
0: who comes in, and he's furious. He was mad at Prue. It's
1: about damn time. Yeah,
0: it's about time. He shows up and demands to know where Brendan is. And I would have gotten even madder. Like, I'm surprised he didn't, because the way the sisters were like, I don't know, I don't don't know what you're talking about. Like, it was just, to me, so obviously, like, I'm hiding something. What am I going to tell you? I would have gone crazy. yeah. Andy tells them that Father Austin is in critical condition and if Father Austin dies, Andy warns, he won't be able to look the other way if Prue is involved.
1: So, yeah, Andy definitely loses his shit over this. And, you know, we're at episode 18. It's about fucking time. Like, if I have to hear this woman's name involved in some crime one more time. So are we still at a point to where he is still not to know who they are?
0: I think it's long overdue that they tell him cuz if they knew how much he knew then I don't know.
1: Now I understand for the sake of not being arrested and and being, you know, confined or or held back and saving an innocent while he's, you know, kind of messing around with them. But remember, you know, you don't give up your identity because your loved ones are in danger. So do you do you just decide To just let him hate them. Or, you know, for the sake of, you know, I'm not lying to you, I swear. Do you tell them the truth? But it is for his own protection. But, I mean, I don't know how long they can keep this up. It's just time for him to know.
0: Well, I know it's for his own protection, but look what it's doing to him. Like, he's a raving madman at this
1: point. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. In Brendan's cell at the rectory, Greg and Paul are chanting... Um, giving Brandon disturbing sleep and stirring up his warlock side. So he's laying in bed and he's got the blanket like just to the waist. Mm. I I don't think I've ever slept in my bed and had that much ex- exposure from the blanket. My blanket is covering my entire body up to my neck. I don't think I've ever really had... All of it, but well, you know, because I don't sleep with a shirt on, so it's just like be
0: fair. You don't have his body though,
1: <laughs> says you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I just, I just find that funny. It's like everybody's so comfortable, but just I don't know. It's just I've never been that way. My body is all covered. I like to be completely sauna hot when I lay down. So, but yeah, I just thought that was funny. They always just like have all of that just showing. Do you sleep with a shirt on?
0: No, usually I'm in little undies or naked.
1: But, I mean, but as far as, like, the blanket, though, like, is it... Oh, yeah, I'm covered all the way to the naked. Yeah, see, I just... Yeah, it's just funny. It's San Francisco. It's not that hot. This has been TMI with Sean. <laughs> so, so um, he joins them in the chant and then uh, gets up and starts smashing spiders all in their webs and stuff. Because he's like, I'm evil now, <laughs> so fuck spiders. I want to <laughs> kill them. See, you might be evil Cause you kill spiders. That's that's I never a, thought about that. That's a warlock test, everyone. If you kill spiders, you might be a warlock. <laughs> the next morning, Brendan returns to his cell and offers to join his brothers. Paul says that he needs to merely kill um he needs to merely to kill a mortal in order to be fully initiated as a warlock. It's basically like joining a gang. <laughs> However, Greg thinks that this isn't enough just killing some human um, and demands that Brendan prove himself by sacrificing Prue and taking her powers. The next morning, Prue and Piper finds Brendan missing because he slept over and shared a kiss with Prue. And, you know, Phoebe Phoebe and Piper were not about, like, having him stay there but also taking care of him. And that's when, you know, she gave him the woogie... Wendigo speech. Phoebe joins them and tells them that Roe warlocks have been around since the tenth century, and no one has been able to figure out how to vanquish them. She also says that what she reads in the Book of Shadows, they won't have they won't stand a chance and if Greg and Paul have managed to turn Brendan. So Prue meets Brendan at the rectory and he pulls a knife out of a door, giving him that element, you know that surprise element. Surprising her from <laughs> behind the door. And he says that his brothers cast a spell on him to make him see her as just another mortal. Just as Brandon goes after Prue, she flings him into a closet and he assumes his demon face. And then Piper and Phoebe join them in the room and Prue talks Brandon out of going, giving in to the evil. So he resumes back to his normal human face. And doesn't appear to remember anything. So when he's a demon, he doesn't have mitts like a Jekyll and Hyde thing.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm a little upset at this point that Prue gets all the hot guys and Phoebe gets all the ugly guys. <laughs> Should be opposite.
1: You said Phoebe gets all the other ugly guys? Yeah! <laughs> so you didn't like Clay?
0: Clay. Oh, Clay was okay.
1: Yeah, I'm wondering if Clay is on your top ten. He's not. Oh, he's not? a uh-huh. oh, good memory. I don't remember who's on my I was just looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> so Brendan and the
0: sisters head downstairs with Brendan in his vestments. Greg and Paul are waiting for them. Piper tries to freeze Paul, but he raises a force field around him, Magneto style. Phoebe throws Brendan's knife at Greg, but he raises a force field around him as well. Prue tries to fling them into the wall, but they still have their force fields up. All these force fields. <laughs> Greg grabs the knife and is ready to throw it at Brendan, but Paul talks him into offering Brendan one more chance to turn. Brendan refuses and raged um, that he's chosen good over evil. Greg throws the knife, but Paul jumps in front of it, proving his affection for his younger brother.
1: Oh, oh, oh! That was Aww. really sad. Yeah, it was a little bit sad. Yeah.
0: But he was evil. Yeah. Okay. Mortally wounded, Paul uses his last ounce of strength to throw the knife back at Greg, killing him as well. Brendan proceeds to his ordination, but not before, just kind of being like, yeah, I guess I'm a little bit sad, but they were evil, so whatevs? Do you want to grab a bite?
1: You wonder if he had to do that now, even though, well, yeah, because he still had his warlock side. Because yeah. there was no way they were going to create the evil charm ones, but yeah, he still had to get rid of that side, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. So Father Austin identifies Greg and Paul as his attackers, and Brendan and Prue are off the hook. The sisters are together at Quake when Josh appears, and it was Piper who called him, and they seek another table.
1: So yeah, uh, Piper is sort of letting Josh in, and they're starting to date, and... Yeah, it's good that um, she's giving guys a chance mm-hmm. now. And then I noticed something else. As they cheer to Piper not becoming a nun, one is drinking a Coke while the other is drinking sort of like sparkling water. You never see them drink hardly ever. I don't know if they're drinkers even during the day. You know, they're at a restaurant and they probably it's probably free, but you don't see them drinking alcohol that much. I wonder if that's like important or plan for them not to be such like luscious
0: Mm -hmm. i don't drink alcohol because
1: of the whatever (laughs) (laughs) because of the you know the audience of the show
0: no that's a good point especially too in comics like they've made it a point over the years not to show characters getting drunk and they don't show them smoking anymore
1: Oh, okay. Like
0: in the 80s, 90s, Gambit and Wolverine used to smoke a lot, and they did away with that.
1: Oh, okay. No, makes sense. Well, that is the end of our episode when warlocks go good. What did you think?
0: I thought this one was okay. I wanted, honestly, I wanted it, I had a feeling it would just be like a one episode that it was, but I was kind of hoping it would become a bigger thing. I wanted to see more of this trio.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think that they would have been really good foes had they reunited. Uh, it's the fact that, oh, and what did I say in our witch episode during October when men have power, what happens? They turn immortal. Because the Book of Shadows says there is no way to stop them. But you can still kill witches. That's true. You're like, right. The Charm ones are still vulnerable, even though it would be hard as hell to kill them. The Book of Shadows says there is no way taking them out if they reunite. That's how men have it. It's <laughs> so crazy. So, um, But yeah, they would have been really good foes. Mm-hmm. Um, so a little bit of fun facts about this episode. Uh, this episode scored a... Um, 5.6 million viewers. Uh, we find out that uh, Andy is raised Roman Catholic, as I said before. Oh, so David Kriegel, who plays one of the Brother Warlocks, um, and Shannon Doherty, uh, they previously worked together on 90210. No, yeah. Uh, he guest starred in the second season episode, Meeting Mr. Pony, was the name of the episode, as a 17 year old robber who holds her character, Brenda at gunpoint (gasps) scary i know uh this episode title is obviously a reference to the common saying when something something goes bad or good or whatever uh and also the songs that we're playing mother of pearl by mistrip uh or charming spell by splashdown Did you recognize any of these? Nope, never heard of either of those. None of those. All right, all right. You forgot about
0: my lifetime movie music.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, they didn't list who that was from, but yeah. (laughs) They're probably too embarrassed. All right, so next week we have another episode 19. This is, I think, my favorite episode of the season. Here we go. No, I'm serious. (laughs) You do know what the word favorite means, don't you? (laughs) Before, I've always said one of my favorites, one of my favorites. This is my favorite episode of the season. (laughs) I love this episode. It's called Out of Sight, and a ton of shit happens. A lot. Like a whole lot. So, yes, I love this episode so much. I can't wait for you to watch it. Moving on. What do you think this episode is about? Out of Sight? Uh, I would
0: imagine, I'm going to go with Phoebe. I'm going to say Phoebe somehow turns invisible.
1: (laughs) This isn't Buffy, and I knew you would think that. (laughs) That's it. Okay, Phoebe turns invisible. (laughs) All right, fair enough. Okay, so it's time for Hot Man Meeta. Hot Man Meeta. Just play this song. (laughs) All right, we have three contestants. The Rowe brothers. Do you like A, Greg Rowe, who was the evil tall one, Paul, the shorter sensitive brother, or C, Brendan, the um, half warlock, half human? Would any of these gentlemen make your top ten list?
0: I liked Greg the least, so he doesn't make my list. Okay, What was the other one's name? Paul. Paul. Paul's okay. I actually considered Paul, but he doesn't make it. Okay.
1: Brendan makes my list. Oh. Brendan makes your list. I thought he was so cute. All right. So, just a <laughs> little bit of of trivia for you about uh, Mr. Brendan. So, guest stars uh, Michael Weatherly. So, if you were to look up that name, he's not doing so well. Uh oh. He has a current show on CBS called Bull. He plays a psychiatrist who. Uses dummy juries to uh, pick his jury for the cases that he works on. Now, in the second season, uh, our own, our very own Faith Eliza Dushku guest starred for half of the season. She even did so well; she was even asked to become a regular, starring in the third season. But unfortunately, that did not happen, and it's because Eliza accused Michael. Uh, Weatherly of sexual harassment. Wow. And uh, CBS settled, and uh, basically settled with her, and they, I guess, decided not to really go to court with it. But she claims that she that he was appropriately talking about her in a very sexual way. Uh, I can't remember if there was any physical contact involved, but. CBS obviously just didn't even want to deal with it, so it's sad, because I was looking forward to her becoming a regular, and just, I was looking forward to her being on fucking TV again, and we just didn't get it, so, Sean... Does Brendan Rowe make your top 10 list? (laughs) No, I'm totally kidding. I fucking hate you. (laughs) I'm not. No, I really don't want to, because whether or not he's cute, whatever. That's what he looks like currently, though. But yeah, he looked really good when he was younger. I'm digging the chest hair. He was working it. I totally get it. So if he's on your list, it's all good.
0: He's going to stay on my list. I'm going to separate what he's grown into from what he was on the show. Okay. And he's going to go right above Mark.
1: Right Above Mark John Cho. Well, all the way up there. My goodness. Yeah. All right. So that means Doug the waiter is gone. Oh, I like Doug. I know. Doug is awesome.
0: I should have put Doug higher.
1: (laughs) Well, you know what? You had a chance when he appeared on that second episode, but you left him where he was. Yep. Which also I should say. Josh did come back in this episode. Do you change where he's at? This is your chance to do it if he looked better. Otherwise, you can keep him. Oh, you don't have him on your list.
0: Yeah, that's because I'm not attracted to him.
1: Whatever. Josh is hot as shite.
0: Okay, well, fine. Now
1: you've got Lucas Devane as your number 10. Uh. All right, so for me, I am going to put Paul. On my list. I think he was adorable and just so loving and caring for his brother. He was a cutie. I love him.
0: Now, Rob, if we look at Paul's career, he's not doing so well. Shut up. He raped a school of nuns.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Anyways... Paul makes my list. He's going right above um, Lucas Devane. So he's not as cute as Josh. He can't go above him. So Paul is going to be at number 10. And Lucas Devane is off my list. So our list changed a little bit. I mean, with four guys, one of them had to make it. The odds were just in their favor. But uh, we'll see in the next coming of episodes. I think we have five more four more four Four more more. episodes four or five yeah so uh yeah i hope you guys are all making your lists checking it twice keep up we're almost at the end of the season i want to get all your lists together and make that one big charmy hot man meter so keep your list going and also remember to check out episode eighteen or nineteen wait yeah 19 we're on 19 Mm -hmm. episode 19 on netflix is called out of sight and get prepared for our next episode next sunday well that is gonna do it for our uh show today thank you for tuning in to brunch with the Hollowells. remember to tweet us at bwthpod remember to tweet us at bwthpodcast on twitter And if you have any suggestions on the show, make sure to email us uh, directly on Twitter, or you can send us an email at bwthpod at gmail.com. Sean, take us out. Say goodbye to the people. Goodbye to the people.